Who's the uh, who's the next quarterback on the board? Uh, Kyle Trask would be the next quarterback to be. Okay, so the about. Packers draft Kyle Trask to try and light another <laughs> fire under. <laughs> <laughs> So hello and welcome to All Four Quarters, your one-stop shop for new views and overreactions to all things NFL. Uh, this is part two of the draft preview, so we'll be looking at a mock draft here and who your teams may or may not take. So we'll take a look at our mock drafts now. So uh, so we're all in agreement on the first two picks. So we've got Trevor Lawrence going to the Jags and Zach Wilson going to the Jets. Um, as we mentioned in our preview, there's a bit of question over what's the next best quarterback. So I have uh, the 49ers taking Justin Fields. Ronan hasn't taken Trey Lance. And Sean, you haven't taken Mac Jones. Like, Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it seems... It seems to be one of these three, and as I said, it's a bit strange that they haven't made up their minds which of these three that they want. Um, different rumors at different times. Maybe they're just keeping their kind of cards sort of close to their chest. But it certainly seems that they've obviously they've moved up to this through a trade, so it looks like they're looking at a quarterback, and it seems like Jimmy G is going to have some competition. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think that's the big question. Like, it's like where do you see Jimmy G? in terms of this year or maybe even the year after that like if you see that they they truly believe that jimmy g is the starter this year it makes sense to go for a guy like trey lance or justin fields like especially trey lance someone who can learn behind jimmy g there's no pressure on him to start year one and do basically a mahomes on it i suppose for for lack of a better term um but if you're expecting we we want to have legitimate like competition for him we want to get a someone in there who can have like year one starter then like a mac jones might make more sense in that case and obviously they've been highly linked with mac jones and it would make sense in that case and then they trade away jimmy g maybe later in the off season um so for me it really comes down to what exactly francis san francisco thinks of jimmy g in terms of what they'll end up doing at number three because you can't throw a trey lance in there in year one in my opinion because he's so raw uh, but a mac jones you know point guard type quarterback probably be fine yeah, number four, Bengals are up. Uh, we've all given them tight end Kyle Pitts, top player on our boards. But uh, there is there has been talk about them taking a quarterback here. They they have come out and they've said, look, we've got Matt Ryan, he's our guy, and they think they've got him for a few more years. And if that's the case, there is no point in drafting a quarterback here. I would expect them to be fielding calls and trying to shift this pick. But yeah. uh, if they stay here, getting a generational talent to tight end is uh, always a positive, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. And we've we've seen tight end succeed with, with Matt Ryan. Um, so I think that it, would sh- yeah. it should make sense. Um, I'm not necessarily sure it kind of fits with, with the offense we saw, saw from Arthur Smith, but yeah. that offense was so much based around the fact that they had, you know, Henry, that we could see something a bit different and they'll find something to do with Pitts. And yeah, I think he's just so highly rated that if they do stick it forward, it makes sense to pick him here. Yeah, Bengals are up next. Uh, they have obviously got their quarterback from last year. Uh, we've all got them sorting a problem. We've just got them sorting different problems. So uh, myself and Sean have gone for the top tackle prospect, Penny Sewell, here because they need to get some protection on that line for him. He was getting chased all over the shop last year. Uh, Fitz, you have them listening to him and drafting uh, Jamar Chase. He was his um, his go-to yeah. wide receiver in college, wasn't he? So Adam, another weapon to go with uh, with the collection that they've got there. Yeah, so I suppose this kind of fits in with the idea that quarterbacks are more powerful now. They're banging the table for their guys and are more involved in decision-making. Obviously, Russell Wilson, that's kind of been the, the more acrimonious end of that. So in this case, you know, Joe Burrow is just basically like 
going up to Zach's, Zach's office going, Zach, Zach, come on, pick Jamar Chase. He's the best. He's so good. Please, Zach, <laughs> please pick him. And uh, giving into that and not picking Panay Sewell. But uh, like Sewell is probably the most popular choice out there among analysts. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him pick. Like, it makes yeah. sense. Their yeah, offensive I- line killed him last year. But, you know, uh, this is this is a me saying Joe Burrow begging for his playmaker to be brought to... Uh, yeah, I just think the management are like we got to protect our most valuable player a little yeah. bit better, and I think they're gonna they're definitely gonna prioritize that. I would if say. if it, if know, it wasn't for his injury during the season, I think there would be a better chance of getting a wide receiver here. But I think the injury means they have to take a top tackle prospect. But hey, you you you, you want him safe or do you want him happy? I want him happy. <laughs> <laughs> safe, safe. <laughs> Um, next up, He's we have man. next up we have the Dolphins in at number six. Uh, we've all gone the same direction. They're looking to figure out what they've got uh, in their quarterbacks. So they're going to add some weapons here. We've got them taking a wide receiver. Me and uh, Sean haven't taken Jamar Chase. You haven't taken Devonta Smith, presumably just because Chase is off the board for you and not for us. Yeah, and of course, with the Alabama connection, that is a plus in favor of those guys. Obviously, with two mm-hmm. being from Alabama, so yeah, I, I think Devonta Smith. Um, with a good coaching staff, they'll see his upside, his special talents, and they'll be willing to take a risk on him. Um, but yeah, Jalen Waddle would probably be a, a perfectly uh, acceptable pick at this if you're looking for wide receiver. Yeah. Next up is the Lions. I have this is where I start to diverge. I've got the Patriots trading up to the Lions uh, and selecting quarterback Mac Jones. That uh, believing all that off-season linkages and saying, "Yep, they're going to go for him." Um, you guys have him going wide receiver and going Jalen Model, uh, which I agree with. I think the Lions do need some weapons on the outside. I just think the Patriots get worried about the Broncos and stuff coming up and they move up to try and get that quarterback. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, from my, my, my thinking about this, I agree with you. The Pats are probably going to have to get ahead of the Broncos to get the quarterback they want. But, I mean, I think that the Panthers right below them might be uh, an easier sell. Um Obviously, the Lions, with kind of the loss of Kenny Goa, they are going to need to improve. Um, and uh, Waddle looks like a, a good prospect uh, in, in terms um, of that. Disregarding everything I said in the earlier part about the wide receivers being useless. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a mock draft. That happens a lot, trust me. It's right. <laughs> and I think, you, you like, yeah, like, to be fair, like, going on to the next pick, like, and to be fair, you have. Waddle going to Lions at 15 after they trade down, Connor. So I think we're all agreeing on Waddle. But then uh, at the Panthers, I think we're looking at offensive line. Your Slater on Sewell, best best offensive line player available. But this is where Sean has traded up um, to get the quarterback that's available for him, uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. So again, like we we're, we're kind of expect the Patriots to try and take a shot to move up into this direction. Uh, and then, yeah, like we were all kind of in agreement. If they don't trade it in, the Lions are probably looking at an offensive weapon. The Panthers are probably looking at a at an offensive line to try and protect, given they've just traded for their guy. And then uh, next up is the Broncos, and we're all in agreement, not on the player, but on the pick. Uh, the Broncos look to once again select the quarterback of the future. Uh, <laughs> I've got for Trey Lance, though, Sean, and you've got for Justin Fields there. Uh, who's the tallest? <laughs> well, he, he's no longer GM, so uh, maybe they'll. Go ah, yeah, but he is—he is basically GM. He's just pretending yeah. not to be. Um, uh, but like, yeah, I, I think like Lance, like obviously they—they're going in your cases because he's the last elite quarterback left. But I'd be very concerned about Lance. He's so raw, and obviously they're going into a camp competition with Drew Locke. Like, I, like I just 
Like, I have him going Justin Field because he's the leftover guy except for Mac Jones. And I think he has a more... He'll have a better day one um, ability to just kind of, like, be solid and kind of do everything you want. Um, but, yeah, Trey Lance, like, if he's as smart as people think, then he should, in theory, be able to beat that Drew Locke. So... Uh, I'm not sure if they make the Broncos better this year, but in theory, you could make them very good going forward, more dangerous. Like, yeah. Next but. up is a fa- it's very surprising that we get like to this far in the draft. And we have an agreement. We've all got the Cowboys taking Patrick Certain uh, or Certain for uh, their quarterback position. They've had underperformance from their defense for a while now. Um, there was moments where it started to look like it was coming back last year, but adding some top tier talent to that defensive back group might help a little bit. Yeah, their defensive backs were terrible last year, so they need to get someone in there. Uh, like, they picked Drevon Diggs, he was solid, but yeah, I just... Yeah, that team just needs to do something um, on the back end, and I think Sertain's the most pro-ready day one uh, contributor. Uh, Giants are up next. Uh, I've got them going for Vera Tucker, guard on the inside. You've got them going for Slater, um, guard tackle as well, just to protect... I think they've said, like... They kind of need to figure out what they've got in Danny Dimes this year. Um, Sean, you've gone for Micah Parsons, adding some linebacker help there. Like we said, there is particularly if they're looking to build on that defensive side of the ball, that would uh, be a smart move, given that there's not much outside. Like, the linebacker position is probably the, the, the best one for them to go to at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think we get to, when you get down to, like, 11 or so, it starts to become a situation where the talent that's left on the board starts to become a consideration, perhaps more than what the team specifically need they don't want to lose a, a kind of a a general a possibility of taking a, a big talent and so i think it's possible that they'll start to move there i mean the giants need help on both sides i mean in reality they probably need more help on the offensive side um, mm. than the defensive but um yeah there, there's yeah uh, yeah drafters aren't they're, rational and they're they're going to be in a situation where there are names that they might want to take off the board i could very much see the giants here feeling calls to drop maybe yeah. four or five positions if someone wants a wide receiver and they want to get in in front of the eagles i think might be uh might be who they'd be trying to find here so that could be you know cardinals that could be god the raiders if they'll ever spend a first round pick on someone who's not a <laughs> fail or failure in defense but yeah um eagles up next uh me and sean have both gone for devonta smith to them uh who said he's coming a little undersized. They love their undersized receivers in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> Look, you've gone it, for J.C. Horn and the, as a cornerback for the room. If he falls, Devonta Smith falls that far. I definitely, they will definitely consider drafting Devonta Smith. But I think their cornerback group is very barren right now. So J.C. Horn, he's a good cornerback. People like him, so um, makes sense as well. Um, I think not, all of these are good picks for the Eagles. They, they need a lot of talent right now. Yeah, it's it's the one plus to having a shitty team going into the draft. It's that you're probably you're probably helping a position of need no matter who you draft. <laughs> um, Chargers are up next. Um, yeah, we've all got them deciding that. Well, they've got the quarterback now. They need time to protect them. Uh, two of us have them going. Christian Darrisaw. One of us going. Rashawn Slater. But essentially, we're just saying bring in offensive line protection. We got to look after our asset. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, they yeah, have. Yeah, I, I originally had I originally had Darasaw, but then when I did the fancy Pats trade, it knocked Slater down, and I thought they might go for him as a mm. potentially yeah, yeah. bigger talent. But either of them probably would, would help. Oh, of course, um, we have the Vikings up next. Uh, you have them going guard, Ronan. Me and Sean have them going edge. Uh, I agree that 
I think maybe the edge is a little bit of a reach at this point, but I'm not sure what they're taking that they have a position need at. Like, guard, I, maybe, but I think didn't they invest in a centre last year or the year before? And they've got a couple of pieces on that line already. Like, and to be honest, at this point, I think they're sick to their teeth, though. It wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing if they kind of got rid of their current quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, like I suppose I'm, I'm betting that they think they can coach guys up on the defense. It's like Mike Zimmer is a good defensive coach, and then on the offense, they just need to make sure that Kirk Cousins not, is protected and that they make holds for Dalvin Cook. Uh, but like Jalen Phillips, he's very highly rated, probably the highest rated defensive end, uh, edge rusher in the class. So I think they, they definitely have a need at that position on paper right now, so it would make sense uh, to make that pick. Yeah. Uh, next up, this is going to be the messy one because. Uh, I'm picking for the Lions, uh, Ronan's picking for the Patriots, and Sean is picking for the Panthers, because this is the Patriots' original pick. Um, I have the Lions getting who we were discussing up top. I have them getting uh, a wide receiver in jail model. Um, you have, Sean, you have the Panthers getting the offensive tackle, and we actually we all had them going for those as well, so then that kind of tracks. And then you're the first one, uh, Fitz, who's picking for the Patriots, but without it being a trade up for a quarterback, and you've been going linebacker. Yeah, so in my mock draft, Mac Jones is available, but it's been a smokescreen. They're actually interested in Mac Jones. They don't see him as a huge upgrade over what they have there right now. Um, uh, like in theory, he could be the next Tom Brady, but in today's NFL, like you know, you can't really have those slow starts you see for Tom Brady or for uh, mm-hmm. uh, for Peyton Manning, even like in terms of just being like pocket passers. So I have them going for Jeremiah Uzukoromoe because he's kind of the most Patriots player I thought was out there. He's just a mm. he's a what game did he record. go to Rutgers? <laughs> <laughs> he's a ga- he's a game changer. He makes big he makes big plays. He goes yeah. he plays every snap he, he he can play through traffic um obviously they are getting kind of old at safety and linebacker um so he would be a really exciting prospect but like look if a quarterback is available that they like they will almost certainly pick them but uh, in my draft mac jones does not qualify for that and just because the people i do give the mac jones i just think there's a certain poetry to where he ends up in my mock draft to be honest <laughs> fair enough yeah. no yeah i agree with this that the pat's taking uh oh he does have the the kind of dynamism and the ability to play around the place that, that Belichick likes. He, he is a Pats pick, but I do think they're probably going to, to go for a quarterback. Uh, Cardinals up next, and we all get in an agreement here that they're adding a quarterback. Just depends on who you get. Uh, me and Sean have JC Horn on the board. You've got uh, Greg Newsom the second. But uh, yeah, it looks solidify that defense and stuff. They had some nice bits coming together on offense, although depending on your opinion that might be just pure luck or it could be that uh you know once the injury stuff wasn't there they were actually good um adding into the defense will probably help because they just felt like there was no game that wasn't a boat race with them last year yeah like yeah. <laughs> <Basically, laughs> the yeah. obviously pat pete like pat peterson left this year so it would make sense to have your your replacement come in this season and kind of no pressure like <laughs> yeah, not great. <laughs> Raiders go back to the well and draft defense again. Uh, I kind of want to change my pick now because if Jeremiah Owusu is the kind of like you know good solid player that the Patriots have picked, then he will no way will the Raiders pick a player who's actually good on defense. Um, we've all got linebacker. Uh, I think it just depends on who's on the board. Me and Sean have gone Owusu, and you've got Parsons. Yeah, they'll probably overdraft some guy that we have not even in the first round because that's what yeah, they do. These, that's these what they've been doing, things. yeah. Yeah, and like, look, like linebacker is a big need. They brought in a lot of free agents. 
Um, they still have Kwiatkowski who's solid, but like they just haven't found the guy who's stuck. And so, you know, it's the Raiders. Let's try someone else and see if they stick. Maybe the problem isn't the players. Yeah, just maybe, just maybe. <laughs> uh, Dolphins, with their second pick in the draft, uh, decide to go for another kind of uh, marquee-style position. We've got them going edge. Uh, I've got Quiddy Pay. you got Jalen Phillips, and Sean's got Quiddy Pay. Um, yeah, like, it makes sense to start trying to... Like, this is where... This is almost like a... a, a um, what's the term? Not a bonus pick, but a... Uh, you know that they they have the freedom to do this because they have the multiple picks and because of what they've acquired capital wise. Um, yeah. But this is this is essentially take an upside piece here because they've already got the wide receiver up top. There's probably not the tackle strength here that they want to go for for solidifying their line who performed okay last year. So bring in an edge piece and hope that you get the the one that can kind of do the job for you. Yeah, and like I think Phillips, Pay, Rousseau. Whoever they happen to like most at edge, they, they could probably pick up um, whoever's available, of course, as well. And I think, you know, with that coaching staff, I trust them to be able to develop them and get them going um, when they're needed uh, in that locker room. Yeah, next up, uh, the Washington football team. Yeah, you guys have them going offensive tackle with Tevin Jenkins. I have them going edge with Gregory Rousseau. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I could totally see them going tackle when I look at it now, but it's, it's that thing of I'm not sure given what their quarterbacking situation is and how they're in the air, whether or not a tackle will push them over the edge. I think they might look at the strength of that team was the front seven. They might try and add to that and keep the young rotation going and try and build themselves around that defense that kind of was their the face of the team last year. Um, but a tackle would make sense. You know, they, they, they are kind of, you know, famous at this point nearly for getting quarterbacks killed <laughs> and like they, they brought in Fitzmagic so you want to give him some protection but he's not you don't have to so I, I don't really see like a problem with picking like someone like Rousseau and just trusting Fitzmagic will figure it out he, he's dealt with worst offensive lines but Jenkins is a guy who we didn't talk about <coughs> who, who's shot up boards in recent weeks he's kind of a uh, an old school mauler type of offensive lineman finishes plays people like that depending on the on what you want from your tackle um so he's a guy who could end up going quite high here even but maybe even higher um he seems to be some people someone people have really liked uh, during this process of evaluation yeah uh bears this is a very interesting one i have them drafting uh micah parsons who obviously would be a nice get for them him and him and Rokon, that'd be pretty sweet. Like that'd be a hell of a thing. It'll be thinking. I was thinking back to like the old school kind of uh, Bears teams, uh, like Brian Erlacher kind of stuff. I know, obviously, we could go back to the '82, but there's no point in pretending I was alive when that was happening. Uh, Sean, you've gone for quarterback Greg Newsom the second, good strong quarterback. Add to that rotation, they lost. Who did they lose? They lost one of their quarters this year. Yeah, they released uh, the the Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller, so, uh, but. Fitz has gone a very interesting direction. <laughs> yeah, so as I said, there, uh, there was almost a poetry to this. Like when I saw that Mac Jones was still available and that the Bears were on the clock, I was like, this, this just feels right. Like the universe coming together to create the most hilarious situation possible. Because you have a GM and a head coach who are 
basically at the end of their of their tether. If they have a bad season, they're going to get shit canned. Um, and you know, you have this quarterback who people have suddenly been saying is like, oh, San Francisco have traded up the number three to get, or New England. This is their new Tom Brady, and you know, this is a guy who could definitely succeed if put in the right situation. Uh, but the Bears are not the right situation given what we've seen over the last few years. So I could just see Mac Jones, you know, the Bears being like, well, if we draft a quarterback and he does well, then we can save our jobs. And then because that that whole that whole team seems dysfunctional, and particularly at the quarterback position, the Bears haven't developed a proper quarterback in you know over half a decade basically at this point. It just feels like this is the ultimate Bears trap. And it will end up being very sad for everyone in actuality. Despite the fact I don't think Mac Jones is that bad, but I think in a bad situation with so much desperation, that's always a tough place to go when you're a rookie. Yeah. I like I'd the corner. Like I, I would. It would be, it would be pretty <laughs> funny. Um, next up's the Colts. I've got the cornerback that Sean had going to the Bears going to them because, yeah, it just makes sense. Colts have a good roster overall, so it is that kind of yeah, they BPA, been, I'd say. Yeah. So I've been going quarterback, you've them going edge, and Sean's got them going offensive tackle. All very good. It all, I think, is just coming down to who's on the board for you at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is. It does, when you get down this far, there's so many variables at play. It is, it is kind of just the dynamic. Um, I, I went for offensive tackle because, uh, who's, what's his name? They had a recent Stafford, retirement of... Yeah, they had a retirement, uh, like, uh, and yeah, they are they aren't deep at tackle. They have a really good interior offensive line, and of course, you know, like they're probably they have Carson Wentz there. They want to protect him. They want to make some holes yeah, for yeah, the yeah. the rookie for the for the, the now previously rookie running back. So, yeah, look, it's a solid pick. They cause me and and Leatherwood and these other offensive tackles. And we'll talk about the rest of this section are all kind of interchangeable by evaluators at the moment. Yeah, um, Jets are up next. Uh, so Titans, I, I think. Well, sorry, Titans are up next. Sorry, I, I, I'd skipped one. Uh, I forgot to remember the Titans. Um, I've, <laughs> we've bizarrely we've gotten to pick twenty-two, and we've all agreed entirely on this. We're giving them cornerback Caleb Farley. Yeah, well, they're another team that released a, a kind of previously star cornerback in Adoree Jackson, so cornerback makes sense. And Farley is fairly highly rated, so I think we all just kind of went. Ah. He's like the fourth best cornerback. They don't really have other huge needs that you go, you have to pick there, so why not Farley? Yep. He might be good as well. There's some rumors that he's been undervalued, so it'd be an interesting pick if they do to keep an eye on him. It's a prospect. Interesting. Look, it can't go any worse than last year, basically, I'm saying, for the Titans. <laughs> true, true. Uh, Jets are up next, so uh, you guys have both gone defensive here, uh, and I've gone offensive, so... Sean, you've gone with Edge for them, Aziz uh, Ojolari. And Fitz, yeah. you've gone Davis. So tell us a bit about Ojolari then. So you think they need a bit of pass rush? Well, uh, no, it's more... I, I did think at the defensive end, um, there is... Obviously, with Salah coming in, that's what they're going to mm, to want. That makes sense. Um, I think they... I think there's... there's is it Kyle Lawson they have who's good at Edge? Um, the, I think yeah, there's they, a good kind of... Them up, yeah. If he wants to build an elite defense i think they're going to be after they get their quarterback that's what they'll be aiming towards so so i think that was my my, my thought was that, that that's what they're going to go is, is towards um kind of a, an exciting uh defensive uh, explosive play. fair enough and you've gone linebacker for them there with jamin uh davis i've gone offensive tackle with uh tevin jenkins uh again could kick inside um 
but yeah, I'm just thinking pairing with the with the quarterback up top, uh, they probably want to give him a good chance this time, given they ruined the last one. But uh, yeah, but ironically, offensive line was one of the relative successes last year. Like uh, Beckley Beckton was good, uh, George Fant and Conor McGovern were and Corey Van Groten were fine. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think. You know, still, you can always upgrade your offensive line. There's certainly no harm in, in going that way. And Tevin Jenks, as I said, is a guy going up draft board. So if he happens to make it a 23, then it would be a good pick for the Jets. No, of course. Uh, Steelers up next. Uh, we've all, well, I've gone, two of us have gone defense and one of us has gone offense. I've gone for cornerback Tyson Campbell. They just add him into the rotation back there. They've already got a strength in that backfield. There's a lot of pass heavy teams in the AFC. I think it might be a positive. You've gone edge there, Ronan. Yeah, like they have a need at cornerback. Um, less of a needed edge slash linebacker, but it's the Steelers in the first round pick and it's a linebacker. So that's yeah, why yeah. I picked this. He's low Jerry, basically. Sean, <laughs> you've, uh, you've decided that the, with all the quality of running back that's leaving in James Cotter, the new replacement. Well, this is the thing. The Steelers are, I mean, running back was traditionally what the Steelers were. They're the kind of a hard hitting kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, run it down your throat team and it's it gets to position 24 and no one's drafted a running back i just feel the steelers feel that destiny is calling them to save yeah. the position by 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 picking the best running back on the board um so i went for harris um mostly yeah i, I think there is i think there there is a need with connor leaving obviously but i also just think that the steelers could maybe try to build towards a particular offensive identity maybe and get back to what they're traditionally been good at yeah, I could see that entirely because, like, I don't think they got the production out of it last year. But like, they're also going to have to, you know, support Ben more if he is going to be their quarterback for this year yeah. because yes, he ain't what he was. Yeah. Like, I think the, the only the other, other thing, one I could think of would be if they see one of these offensive linemen, they go right. You know, that's 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 the one to go for, isn't the um, the chap, the center? I think is still on my board. Anyway. Yeah, Landon um, Dickerson. Because like, they had a, they had a retirement of Pouncey, didn't they? Yeah, so they need offensive linemen, interior offensive linemen. I think the only thing is if they're going to pick Najee Harris, they'll probably try and trade back and get him like... Yeah, top that's the thing. Second. I could see them trading back here and trying to pick up like a, a running back and maybe the centre, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Jags up next. I, I Look, at this point, I've got a fairly simple uh, kind of process for this. It's If you're going to pick <laughs> if you're going to pick a quarterback up the top and you've got a second pick, you're fucking protecting that quarterback. So I have them going Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle. Um, you've gone Christian Barrymore, Ronan. Yeah, and uh, Sean's going for Trevon Morig. I think like their defense was so bad last year as a unit that I think that's why me and, and Sean are going for that unit. But uh, mm, like yeah. I think the logic you're setting out there also makes sense. I think like the offense has, they have players there. They brought back their left tackle uh, last year who wasn't great on a franchise tag. But mm. look, uh, I think the logic you're saying makes sense. But just that defense is so bad. It needs something in my opinion. Yeah, but most of the Jags is bad. I still love them, though. But, yeah, they're mostly just bad. Uh, Browns up next. Uh, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm not sure about my choice of the Browns. I've given them a safety. Morig, I think he's good. But I think they've already got quite a lot of talent in that back end. They probably don't need it. Uh, they might trade out of this or maybe go... I wonder Zavin Collins, maybe, actually. I might I might swap it to him. But, yeah, I think you're probably right there, Sean. I might, I might go linebacker, whoever the best linebacker is at that point. But, yeah. Yeah, I've gone Gregory Rousseau. Yeah. He he did really well in 2019. They probably want pass rush help. Like J.D. McClowney is more of a one-year wonder type of thing. So, yeah, I think the defense is probably the unit needs some love. Um, maybe linebacker is a more appropriate position. I think Sean's pick is actually pretty good here. Yeah. Saving Colin, Ooh. Sean, you want to say anything about him first? 
Uh, I, it was honestly the, the first name on the name at the top of the, the board. I thought the uh, <laughs> defense is where they're going to go, and yeah, linebacker looks mm. good to me. Yeah, yeah we've um, all got uh, Ravens going defense next. I've got them going linebacker at Javon Davis. Uh, you guys have gotten them going with uh, Jason Owa, the uh, edge player. So, yeah, like basically keep stacking that defense. I think they're going to keep running their offense the way they're running it as much as they'll always talk about, well, we're going to add this and change this. I think they're going to be defined by that defense getting back to being as tough-nosed as it was beforehand and continuing to run the ball effectively. Yeah, they, they need pass rush help, and maybe OA doesn't like dominate year one, but they've been able to develop guys over multiple years um, and make them, and then they get paid in free agency, unfortunately, for the Ravens. Yeah, an even weirder one. We're down to 28. We've disagreed on loads of picks, and we've got a, everyone universally. The Saints are going to draft Asante Samuel Jr. quarterback. Uh, Saints quarterbacks need extra help. Um, yeah, it makes it makes sense. It's a good pickup at this point. I think the Saints will trade down, personally, because they yeah. have such cap issues at the moment. They probably need to get multiple positions filled at draft wages rather than uh, be paying top buck to top talent but yeah it's 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 a good fit though i think yeah i think he's also got the name brand obviously Santi samuel mm-hmm. uh, a well-known name to nfl fans and he's kind of got that kind of aggressive attitude that i think will go well in the saints but uh look there's a bunch of other cornerbacks who are just below him in terms of like evaluators respect so mm-hmm. you know uh, he could very much be kind of interchangeable they definitely need some help in the defensive backfield right now who's the uh, who's the next quarterback on the board uh, Kyle Trask would be the next quarterback to be. Okay, so the Packers about. draft Kyle Trask to try and light another <laughs> fire under. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Packers, I've got them going defense side of the ball with Aaron Robinson, and you guys have both got them adding a wide receiver weapon for him. So you've got Elijah Moore, uh, and Sean has gone for Ron Stale Moore. I'd, like, I suppose it makes sense given they completely dicked them on the draft last year, right? Like, w- what I would say about the wide receivers who are left after that elite tree is that they're nearly all slot receiver types, like smaller receivers over the middle type field guys with varying levels of route running and toughness and stuff like that. So I think for a team that has its wide receiver one in Devontae Adams, it would make sense to have maybe like the Randall Cobb replacement. And both mm. these guys are basically that type of talented wide receiver. It just depends what kind of flavor you're looking for. Yeah, the, I think the the Packers, the blogs are comparing him to Randall Cobb a little bit. So um, I think that's possibly where the, yeah. the thinking is See, going with that. But you could have more, like Elijah Moore, Kadarius Tony, Rashad Bateman. I've seen all those guys be like getting into the back end of the first round to a team like the Packers. So, and they're all kind of similar in the sense that they play a similar position, though with different styles. Uh, Bills are up next. I've got them adding a wide receiver in Kadarius Tony. You've got them uh, adding Joe Tryon. And uh, Sean's got the batting running back, Travis Etienne. Uh, probably good value at the back end of the draft for that. But um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, weak at, they're weak at running back, and I thought, uh, I don't know, maybe I value running backs a bit higher. I don't think I, either of you have drafted a single running back, but uh, I, I just had a, a thought that the Bills could use a running back. So um, <laughs> I think me, me, me and Connor have that problem. That I think both our teams have drafted first-round running backs uh, recently, and neither of them have become the kind of, oh, yeah, that was the right decision type of player, mm. basically, yet. 
Yeah, I'm fairly happy with Darwin from last year. He was doing well until the injury. But uh, the one thing I would say is I think you're you're hitting about the right spot here for them, Sean, because I think yeah. increasingly with the people not wanting to give them second contract, people will be trading into the bottom of the first round to pick up running backs so they can have them for five years or six years with a franchise tag and then not have to give them long-term deals. I, I could 100% see that becoming the style now for these, particularly if you can get one of these, like like you're getting, what, the second top, one of the top two running backs uh, yeah. at that point and getting them for at least five years. Like So, yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, Chiefs up next. We've all gone offensive tackle. Um, me and Sean Ch- have gone Mayfield, and you've got Leatherwood. Rolling. Just think again, It's at this point, it's whatever you think of them. There's a big bunch of them together here, essentially. Yeah. Pick your Cosme, I think, uh, who, who Sean picked earlier on, is another example of that. Like, some a tackle will get taken here if all the draft nicks are correct. Yeah. And it makes uh, sense given what happened this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Like, I'd expect if there's a tackle that they're happy to play a tackle, it'll happen here. Uh, if not, you'll see them trade down and take two prospects in like the second and third or something like that. Um, that would be my guess. Uh, the only other one that might come up here is a cornerback because there's been talk about them trying to add a cornerback in as well. But I'd see that more of a, a unless someone fell, I don't think they're getting value at this position for that. And finally, uh, your reigning Super Bowl champions. The, Buccaneers, I've given them uh, an edge player in Aziz Zajari. You've given them Ronan uh, Morig, the safety. And Sean, you've given them Christian Barrymore, the defensive lineman. So, uh, yeah, they don't, they've re signed everyone, so they don't need anyone. So, yeah, they can just give this pick away if they wanted to. Yeah, just best pick, uh, best player available, I suppose. Um, so, that is good. So, we have uh, agreed seven. entirely on seven. We have two out of three agreement on 13 of them, and we have 12 where we just do not agree at all. Yeah, so just to, to finish up very quickly, because obviously we're running a little bit over time, uh, thank you for listening to this point, if you are still listening. Um, but obviously my consensus pick machine, um, just to give their very brief draft, um, which is based on a combination of our picks, plus a Daniel Jeremiah uh, draft as a tiebreaker, um, which goes... Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars, Zach Wilson to the Jets, Mac Jones to the 49ers, Kyle Pitts to the Falcons, Panay Sewell to the Bengals, Jamar Chase to the Dolphins, Jalen Waddle to the Lions, Panthers take Rashawn Slater, uh, Broncos take Trey Lance, Cowboys take Sertain, Giants take Mika Parsons, Eagles take Devonta Smith, Chargers take Christian Darasaw, Jalen Phillips to the Vikings, Justin Fields to the Patriots. Star there, I kind of cheated there, I just said like the Patriots take a quarterback. Um, JC Horn to the Cardinals, Jeremiah Wuzukomora to the Raiders, Quiddy Pay to the Dolphins, Tevin Jenkins to the Washington, uh, Greg Newsom to the Bears, cry, why no Mac Jones, uh, Quiddy Pay to the Colts, Caleb Farley to the Titans, Azizu Lujari to the Jets, Najee Harris to the Steelers, Trevor Morag to the Jaguars, Browns take Gregory Rousseau, Jason Owe to the Ravens, Asante Samuel to the Saints, Elijah Moore to the Packers, Bills take Joe Tryon, Jalen Mayfield to the Chiefs, and Christian Barmore to the Buccaneers. Excellent. And as always, we will score ourselves and see who comes out on top uh, at the end yeah. of this in a very scientific process. Um, it is, is scientific. One one point <laughs> if you pick right player to the right team. One player if you have them in the right position. So if someone drafts up and picks them in that position. One player if you get both of those right. And then one player if you get a trade correct, like you get the right team, go to the right spot. Um, yeah. We'll give you a special point for that. And yeah. Yes, yeah, so you will get the results of this uh, before our... Uh, our first uh, off-season preview, probably of the AFC East and AFC North, uh, coming up in 
probably uh, late May, early June. Yeah, like we may, we may do an interim one just to do an update on any news bits or something. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 figure it out. For now, um, I suppose that'll take us up to the draft. So uh, I suppose for now, that's a bye from myself, bye from Ronan, bye, bye from Sean, bye. This has been all four quarters. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat to you at some point over the summer. 